part of the Stop Dieting Forever process, allows people to rebuild their trust with food. But what exactly does that mean? When you don't trust yourself around food, it means that you don't trust yourself not to overindulge in a certain food. And I always say you should be able to exist in a household with your favorite snacks and not feel like they're calling your name from the pantry or from the refrigerator. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 41. This is your life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com where we learn how to stop dieting forever so you can learn how to eat the foods you love and lose weight without being on a diet. I know it sounds crazy, right? And I feel like if someone had told me that 20 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, right. But I would be very curious and want to know how that is even possible. So we're going to talk a little bit about what do you do when you love food and you want to lose weight? I am a foodie. I love a good meal, and I'm able to maintain my weight loss without a problem. So I want that for you as well. When you're used to dieting to lose weight, it is really hard to wrap your head around the ability to eat the food that you love and still lose weight, right? And I'm not talking about eating fake healthy food like from Nutrisystem, like Weight Watchers Pizza or keto cookies, right? I'm not talking about that kind of food that's highly processed and not good for your body long-term. But being able to eat the foods that you love and incorporate that in your eating plan is a topic that came up a lot during the last Lose Your Next 10 Pounds 30-day boot camp that we just finished the beginning of March. So when I had the boot campers creating their own eating plans, They were like, okay, this is great. Tell me what I should put on my eating plan. And I kept telling them it's not for me to tell you what to eat. Otherwise, that would just be like me giving them a diet plan. If I just said, hey, eat these things and don't eat these things. In order for them, the boot campers, to rebuild their trust with food, they needed to be empowered to make their own decisions around what they eat and what they don't eat. And that was not for me to tell them what to do. So what does it mean when you don't trust yourself around food? Because I say that a lot, right? So one of the things that I help my clients do and part of the Stop Dieting Forever process allows people to rebuild their trust with food. But what exactly does that mean? When you don't trust yourself around food, it means that you don't trust yourself not to overindulge in a certain food. It means that you cannot sit at the dinner table and not want to eat your kid's mac and cheese because you don't trust yourself around it. It means that you won't buy your husband's favorite ice cream because you don't want to be tempted by his ice cream sitting in the freezer, right? It means that when you have food that you don't normally eat, you end up throwing it away because you don't want to be tempted by it. And I always say you should be able to exist in a household 
with your favorite snacks and not feel like they're calling your name from the pantry or from the refrigerator. Trust is all about proving you will do what you say you're going to do, like not eating when you say you're not going to eat. It's very simple. Part of the process to rebuild trust with food is to create your own eating plan. And when you do that, you decide ahead of time what you're eating from your eating plan, period. It's that simple. No if, ands, or buts. No, like, well, I didn't feel like eating this. Or no, like, well, my girlfriend called me and she said we need to go. Like, no, no if, ands, or buts. So I cover all of this in the first week of the 30-day boot camp creating your eating plan, and how to include the foods that you love in your eating plan. And the next one begins on April 5th, by the way, and you can get on the list now if you're interested in the 30-day boot camp. Just go to Lose Your Next 10, and that's the number 10.com. The link is in the show notes, and you can also find it on my website at jenniferdent.com. But registration officially opens next week, but you can get on the list now and be the first to know about it. So how does one lose weight while still eating their favorite foods? You know, I'm so glad you asked that question. (laughs) The problem is the diet industry makes us believe in order for us to live a healthier life that we just can't enjoy the foods that we want and that we need to have a diet and we need to follow a diet that deprives ourselves, right? Been there, done that. Have restricted myself from many of foods trying to all in the name of weight loss. And it's so ingrained in our belief system that when I tell my new clients that they can eat whatever they want, they look at me like, what? It kind of blows their mind. Yeah, no food is off limits, right? Unless, you know, you eat it and it causes your throat to close or you have some like allergic reaction. You don't want to eat that food or some digestive issue. You don't want to eat that food. But essentially, no food is off limits. Y'all know I love a good French fry. I love a good fried crispy potato that's nice and salty. And I eat my French fries often and I'm able to maintain my weight loss without a problem. Now, when I tell my clients and my boot campers, right, that no food is off limits, some of them freak out because going back to that trust thing, right, they don't have any trust around food. They don't have that same trust when it comes to being able to be around certain foods and trusting themselves not to overindulge. So when I give them carte blanche and say, yes, you can put a bacon cheeseburger on your meal plan, they're afraid because they think it's going to send them down the slippery slope if they decide to eat that bacon cheeseburger. So they rather just avoid all of that food because they think that it's going to be a problem because they don't trust themselves around certain foods. Now, this is where the mindset of weight loss comes in, okay? This is really, really important. Making the plan, making your eating plan and deciding ahead of time what you're going to eat is literally like 10% of the process. It takes 15 minutes at the beginning of the week. Now, following your plan consistently is 90% of the process, and that is where the work comes in, my friend. That is what we work on every single day until you get to the point where you can regain your trust with food and you're able to enjoy a trip to Chick-fil-A with the grandkids and it not be a problem. Or you can go out on date night with your husband every week to his favorite restaurant and you can enjoy a really good meal 
without overindulging and without feeling guilty later. But you may still be thinking like, okay, wait, Jennifer, that sounds all fine and dandy, but I don't want to deprive myself to lose weight. I really like food and I know that there has to be some restriction in there somewhere. Like I just can't eat crunch and munch in McDonald's every day and still lose weight. Yeah, this might be true for you, but here's a question I want to ask you. Why would you want to eat Crunch and Munch and McDonald's every day, right? Consuming fake foods like Crunch and Munch and McDonald's, I call fake foods highly processed foods, junk food, whatever you want to call it, right? Eating that kind of fake food every single day isn't good for your long-term health. Even if you eat it three times a week, it is not good for your long-term health. And if your goal is to become healthier, And to lose weight, why would you want to fill your body up with that junk in the first place? Hey, think about that. One way to combat that belief of thinking that, you know, you have to feel deprived, like deprivation equals weight loss. The only way that I can lose weight is through deprivation. The one way to combat that belief is to change your thoughts about food. All right, hear me now when I say, Food is fuel. It is not your best friend. Did you get that? Food is fuel for your body. It is not your best friend. Some of y'all believe food is your BFF and you have to be with it all day, every day. You take it wherever you go. You keep it in the drawer at work. You keep it in your glove compartment in your car. You're constantly driving through to get some more food. You're constantly snacking or you're sipping on some caloric beverage, right? And if the thought of not having your BFF with you, your favorite foods and your favorite snacks freaks you out right now, then this is really important for you to understand. You're gonna wanna listen to this podcast three times, maybe four, okay? And then you're gonna sign up for the boot camp. You consume food to fuel your body so you can feel good in your body as you go through your day-to-day life right? Nobody wants to be walking around with achy joints and a bad back and achy knees because you're carrying so much weight. You want to eat the foods that make your body feel good, not make you feel worse, right? And when you use food to make you feel better, to meet some emotional gap, you're always going to be overweight. Eating food every hour or even every two hours is going to keep you overweight. Food is fuel. Write that down, people. Food is fuel. If you consider it to be your best friend, then it is time to let your BFF go. Go connect with some human beings, some real people, okay? Another reason why diets don't work is because they give you a list of foods to avoid and foods to eat. How many diets have you been on? I can remember countless numbers of diets where I would print out the food list right? You're like, okay, what is this food list? What can I eat on this diet? And it would tell you all of the foods that you can eat and all of the foods that you shouldn't eat, right? All the foods you should avoid. And immediately, we don't even recognize it because that's the way we think we need to lose weight. But think about it. As soon as somebody tells you that you can't eat something, it immediately causes a feeling of restriction or deprivation. If you tell me I can't ever have another french fry, 
after I hit you upside the head, I would feel very deprived. (laughs) I'm laughing because I am totally not a violent person. But if you tell me that I can't eat my favorite food, it's going to be a problem. So here's another way to eradicate the feeling of deprivation when you're losing weight. It is to practice the concept of crowding out. So if you are attached at the hip to your crunch and munch and to your McDonald's every day, you want to begin to practice this concept of crowding out. I teach this concept in depth in the boot camp as well. So what does crowding out mean? It means to intentionally add more food to your eating plan rather than take away from it. Yes, you're adding more food to your eating plan rather than removing foods from your eating plan. We think that we have to give up our regular foods and start eating things that we don't enjoy, but are quote unquote good for us. And it's so interesting because I see my new boot campers and I see my new clients do this all the time when they create their eating plan. It looks like a diet. I'm like, do you really want to eat grilled chicken and salad every day? Like, is that a realistic thing for you? And what happens is they try to follow this restrictive eating plan that they think is what they want to eat. And then they get to the weekend and they end up overeating, okay? Because they're feeling restricted during the week, they end up overeating on the weekend. So we talk about that too in the boot camp, our week brain versus our weekend brain. I get y'all prepared for the weekend, okay? So it's so interesting when you take away people's favorite foods, you take away their BFF, their best friends, it's like taking heroin away from a heroin addict, One of the best ways to overcome habitual consumption of unhealthy foods is just to crowd them out, right? So if you're eating Crunch and Munch and you're eating McDonald's every day, you want to begin to crowd them out. How do you do that? Okay, listen. Physically, it is hard to eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day and then binge on ice cream at night, right? If you're intentionally eating five, six servings of fruits and vegetables during your day, it is physically uncomfortable to be like, I really want some ice cream because you've had so much fruits and vegetables filling up your stomach, right? Physically, it's hard to drink 80 ounces of water a day and then drink half a bottle of wine with dinner. Your body can only take in so much food. So if you focus on filling your body with healthier, nutrient-dense foods, the cravings for the Crunch and Munch and the McDonald's will eventually decrease, okay? And this is why I love the idea of including a weekly fun meal into your plan, right? You can decide. You can do one fun meal. You can do one, two fun meals, or you can do one fun eat, or you can do two. It's completely up to you. You decide ahead of time what that is. For me. It's normally French fries and a burger. Although last week I had sushi and it was, ooh, it was so good. It was so good. We went to, I went with one of my business besties. We had a celebratory dinner because I hadn't seen her this year. And we went to, can't even think of the name of the restaurant, but it is in the Four Seasons at the top of the Comcast building in Philadelphia. It's on the 60th floor. Amazing view of the city. The food is amazing. So if you're ever in Philadelphia, definitely go check out the restaurant at the top of the Four Seasons. I think it's called JG Skyhook or Sky High. That's it. JG Sky High. All right. So let's recap what I taught you today in this podcast. You love food. So do I. And you want to lose weight. 
and I want that for you too. And I want you to do it without following a restrictive diet plan. Perfect. This is what you need to remember. Number one, it's possible to rebuild your trust with food. You do that, how? By removing the good food, bad food label from food, right? Nothing is off limits. And you give yourself permission to eat anything, right? So there is no restriction. You give yourself permission to eat anything. As soon as you give yourself permission to eat the filet of fish sandwich from McDonald's, you just, you relax a little bit, right? You just feel a little bit better. You're just going to plan ahead at least 24 hours ahead of time that you're going to go to McDonald's and get the filet of fish sandwich and you're going to follow your plan. You're not going to get the filet of fish sandwich and the large milkshake if you didn't plan for that ahead of time. Okay? Number two, food is fuel and not your best friend. It is not here to make you feel good all the time. And you want to eat more of the foods that make your body feel good and less of the ones that make you feel sluggish and bloated and fat. Okay? And number three, you do this by practicing the concept of crowding out. So you want to eat more of the foods that fuel you, right, to naturally reduce your desire for the junk. Trust me, this process works. I have no desire to go to McDonald's and eat anything from McDonald's. I used to work at McDonald's as a 15-year-old. I could tear up some McDonald's french fries. I have no desire to eat their french fries because they're not that good, right? Because I also know how they make them (laughs) and what they look like before they are dumped in the grease. So I have no desire for McDonald's french fries. When I used to drive by Chick-fil-A, my mouth used to water. I don't even see Chick-fil-A anymore when I drive past it, right? I have naturally reduced my desire for the junk food that I used to eat on the regular because I eat more foods that make my body feel good, okay? That's it. Those three things. You can still love your food and you can lose weight at the same time. Now, if you want to do a 30-day deep dive into these topics, I want you to join me in the next Lose Your Next 10 Pounds Without Dieting 30-Day Boot Camp. The next one runs April 5th through May 5th. So if you join, you can start your spring season 5, 10 pounds lighter, right? In the last boot camp, we had a number of people lose 5 to 10 pounds. A couple people lost more than 10 pounds. So I'll be talking about that in future episodes. But registration for the boot camp opens officially next week, but you can get on the first to know list by going to sign up now at loseyournext10, that's the number 10, dot com. All right, live Lux, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. 
go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Stop dieting forever.